Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate, Mate Reckons, Reckons, the show where we teach you and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are curious about. Very few trigger warnings. It's a great history episode. There's language. There's my dog in the background There's being also a, a fucking midge. idiot, which she she'll does just some... still learn. She eats a bone. It's kind of gross. I'm sorry. Some of you may find it. It's kind of <laughs> ASMR-y like... You can hear her now in very... the warning. Here we go. <laughs> what it sounds like. Have fun. Hola. Hello, David. Hello, Calabria. I have a gift for you. Oh, dear goody. I am finally treating you to something that has been on my David's request, my mate reckons list for... Oh, a long time. A long time. What I'm could it be? finally could it be? going to teach you about the Treaty of Versailles. Oh, okay, good. Well, I have no idea what it is, so that helps. I think I feel like I'd like a sting, like a musical sting for whenever I have to do history. You do history very well. That's why I ask you. <laughs> you, you give me the whole story. Because I know nothing. <laughs> or very little. I know it means that you so have to have go to do go more research in, than usual. Because I'm already like, oh. Like when you ask me questions and I'm like, I don't know what the answer to that question. There's going to be many of those today. Can I say Versailles in France? Correct. And this is something to do with World War One. Correct. Oh, great. <laughs> I went by the nodding of your head then, so that's good. <laughs> the widening good. of my eyes yeah. and eyebrows. But I was confused as to whether... Because there's the Palace of Versailles. Yes. And that's a 17th century thing or earlier. No idea. So I was very confused by whether the treaty... Do you know anything? No, except Versailles kind of sounds like it should be a really posh ice cream. Oh, it does. Like a Viennetta. Oh, which is not really a posh ice (laughs) cream. (laughs) It's what bogans like me think of as a posh ice cream growing up in a working class family. Yeah, if you got a fucking Viennetta, it was like, oh, mum is splurging. It is someone's birthday. Or someone's come over for dinner and mum's trying to be fancy. Yeah, that's right. Love it. Because the ice cream's curly. Yeah, and there's a chocolate. chocolate crust. Ribbon. Which we went back and had it. I think I went back and had it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bought adult, it at some, when we, we found like, it in a shop and we're like, this is this shit. This is shit, actually. This ice cream tastes like crap. So Viennettas aren't all they cracked up to be. Oh, that's in good because the chocolate cracks, so that's good. Oh, panorific. Hey. So tell me about the Treaty of all right. Versailles. It is June 1919. Okay. So this is the end of the First World War. Yes. Well, this is why it officially ends. At, at Versailles. At Versailles. At so what Versailles. I like about this story yes. is that it has a, almost like a, um, you could do a movie about it. Right. But it has a good like trailer voice, you know, the question. Oh, okay. Yes. So you could do something like, um, the moment of truth has come at the Paris Peace Conference. Oh, hello. The Allies have been going back and forth with the treaty and if they sign the war in the West will be done. With Germany, I should add in there. And we'll bring new world order. But if they don't, no one knows what will happen next. Ah. So that's essentially what this is all about. So it's like, we're going to come together, we're going to sign this thing. But if we don't sign it, we'll probably hop off to war again and blast the shit out of each other for a few more years. Well, no one knows what's going to fucking happen. So the allied forces are all together. And then it's essentially just the allies against Germany 
trying to sign a document, a treaty document, working out what they're going to do next. So they had signed the armistice agreement in the end of 1918, which which is the thing where we go, okay, we're going to agree to not fight anymore. Just going to go back to our rooms. And we're now going to go back to our rooms and work out how the fuck we actually officially end this. Can you hear my dog in the background? With her bone. She's doing a great... We should just turn the mic on her for <laughs> ASMR full um, it's experience. It's disgusting. It's amazing. This is why we never record at my house. And we Seven, thought we'd give it a whirl. 70-something episodes in, we thought, give it a go. And how bad could it be? Yeah, well, you're welcome, everyone. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, she's right. It's fine. It's fine. People love me. How bad can it be? Um, So, what happens is um, early May, France, England, Italy, and the US come together and they compromise on this treaty document. Okay. Okay, so they go, let's put together this Treaty of Versailles, right? Right. Now, they all agree. On a couple of key things. Right. So they agree that Germany should be punished, <laughs> that they should pay, and that... Such a schoolyard uh, thing. Yes. I mean, I understand it's very Most serious. Most of this is yeah. very schoolyard. We've decided that that group over there... Yeah, they need to pay they, for what they, they need did. To, they need to say sorry. Yes. We need, they haven't said sorry. They haven't said sorry. That's exactly what this is. So Germany should be prevented from, from starting another war. So we want them to be punished, we want them to pay, and we want them to never do this ever again. Which obviously went really well. Went so good. Because they didn't ever do it again. Exactly. So France, though, specifically, is focused on security because France have been invaded twice by Germany in the last 50 years at this point. They've lost a lot economically and a lot of lives in in World War I. So that's what they want, and they want Germany to be as weak as possible. Yep. Britain still wants the strength of the empire, something they've... (laughs) Something they don't really consider that much anymore, do they? Well, I'm now now realising it sounds like the treaty was a bit of a fail. I mean, it was successful in that it stopped the First World War happening, but Germany did invade Paris again, and England's empire has fallen over like a limp cock in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) So they, what Britain wants at this point is a balance of power. They still want to be able to trade with Germany, and they don't want France to get too powerful. Okay. So that's what Britain wants. The US wants free trade to remain, Mm -hmm. um, and they want to institute that something called the League of Nations. Which turns into the UN. Yes, which is essentially, this this is where we will disagree about things, we will come up with security measures, we will stop wars from happening with this thing called the League of Nations, right? Right. Um, So that is their plan. I've got a quote about it. Um, If after establishing the League we are, so this is what um, the advisor to, President Woodrow Wilson said about it. His name is Edward M. House. And he says, If after establishing the League we are so stupid as to let Germany train and arm a large army and again become a menace to the world, (laughs) we would deserve the fate of such folly would bring upon us. Well, there you go. Yep. Okay. So, the Germans, meanwhile, in signing the armistice, which is a big document. Yeah, big deal. And many points. That's what they think this treaty is going to essentially riff on. And they're like, great. They're in this kind of dreamy lull. We're going to sign in peace. Everything's going to change. It's all going to go back Be to okay. okay. So they then, in May, 
send a couple of um, representatives oh, over. <laughs> You're just giving me the giggle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just She's one of those dogs who needs to be close but doesn't want you to look at her or touch her if she's eating anything. Right. So she's being a dickhead. Oh, darling. She is Germany in this okay, situation. Okay, good, good. And the bone is... is... Or maybe the bone... Is Germany. Is Germany. And Midge is... <laughs> is all France. Of the, is our allies. <laughs> yes, that's right. a good, that's a okay, good analogy. Good, good. So in May, they're like, we've, we've created it. Pop over to France, German representatives. We're going to hand you over the document. And then negotiations will begin, essentially. No pressure, but totally sign it. Yes. Why so would what... Germany sign that? What well, are they getting out of it? Well, they, they, it, they, it's the official ending of the war, war. and it's like, this is how we'll new world alone. order. Everyone is believing in yeah. new world order. We'll leave you alone if you yeah. do this. So part stop. of the fuckery begins the second they get on the train, because they <laughs> take them on this slow, long trip into Paris, where they go through all of the most and worst uh... ravaged war-torn kind of parts Clever. as a way of going like this is what you did. This is what you did. Look at what you yes. did. Yes. They then put them in a hotel and essentially because you know French mobs still want to kill them um lock them under uh, like lock yeah. and key essentially. So it's the first time that the allies and the German representatives have been together in a face since the oh, like wow. face to face since the conflict started in 1914. So they all do speeches. They all get pissed off. The German representative goes a bit hard line. Everyone is upset. They hand over the fucking document to Germany and goes, you've got some time to read that over. Tell us when you're ready to sign. Yeah. The document has 447 sections or oh clauses gosh. in it, much longer than any other treaty before. It's Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Exactly. It's enormous. So basically what it covers yeah. is the foundation and the objectives of the League of Nations. Yes. So this is what we want to do. Um, we want to prevent future war. Um, it's This is the foundation of New World Order. This is what we're going to all agree to, except yep. Germany. You're not going to be allowed to be involved until we say you can be. So you agree to there being a League of Nations and you agree to us telling us when you can come to the party. <laughs> well, I can see why. Yeah. I just don't understand why in their right mind they would think. Or Germany's just so under threat at this point. Yep. Because the alternative is sign or we'll fucking whoop your ass. Yes. Um, they agree. It says you Germany will take territorial losses, so 13% of its land, 10% of its population. Wow. That land would be given to France, Belgium, and Lithuania, and Poland. And then two really, like, coal-rich mining communities mm. that are German um, would be allowed to vote on mm. where they wanted to be. Um, Germany would lose its power of colonies in Africa and the Pacific to Britain, Belgium, France, and Japan. Um, the country would be disarmed. The army to, um, would have to be reduced to only allow 100,000 volunteers and the navy to only allow 15,000. Right. Any tanks or submarines, aircrafts on any access to poison gas and large warships would be forbidden. Yeah. And they would have to hand over a high seas fleet of theirs and be given and distributed to the Allies. Right. And Germany would also have to pay. So For this all is, of this. So they'd have to pay. They pay with that merchant fleet. They own Mitch. They pay with 40 million tonnes of coal. Right. They would have to pay with 50% of their government chemical stock. Yeah. 
Um, there's a place called uh, uh, Ryanland or Ryanland, which would they have to agree to it being occupied by the Allies for 15 years. And they would also have to play, pay, oh my God, get out. I'm sorry, listeners, she's looking at me with disdain. I don't um, know what brought that out. They would have to pay. <laughs> I love that you're still <laughs> I'm going. still persevering. I'm getting this out. 130 billion marks in repatri- repatriations, um, which they classified as for war damages and veteran pensions. Right. In order to that's justify, a that's a lot. In order to justify this, um, they put in an extra clause which had never been written before, and essentially it would become known as the War Guilt Clause. As in guilt, G U I L. As in you must be guilty. <laughs> you, must you are the right. guilty pe- right. people here. Right. Um, and it was they would said it was about accountability and not moral condemnation, but oh, Germany didn't read it that way. So one of the other things that they did is that they um, said that they wouldn't talk about this face-to-face, that everything had to be in writing. Oh, okay. So then what happens is it goes back and forth, essentially. Um, Oh, once... Like, so so it goes back to Germany. Germany is upset, clearly, about this, going like, this is not what's in the armistice. They say things like... This is a document of the oldest type of subjugation politics, far removed from the ideas of the League of Nations, without the least hint of new spirit substituting force for justice. Um, Someone also said, where are all the flowery speeches about humanity and justice? Where are Wilson's points, which we and the enemy recognise as the basis for the armistice? Was everything just a trick? Is there no justice and no trust anymore? No. No, there's not. No, there's not. There's been a war. That's fantastic. Yes. So even people who now from the allied countries are upset about it because they haven't read the whole document. Right. Until now, everyone finally has access about it. And people are really pissed off. Yeah. um, And come out publicly quoting me like, this is not okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, some American and British politicians resign in protest. There's protests and demonstrations all over Germany. And so the Germans have a few weeks to respond. And so they're like fucking in a between a rock and a hard place because if they sign to the New World Order, it essentially means they're admitting complete fault. Yeah. They defeated and they're humiliated. Yeah. But then also if they don't, no one knows what the fuck is going to happen. It's yeah. probably going to be that they will be invaded yes. and... The, potentially the country disbanded and just divided yeah. up between um, the allies. Yeah. So they have to kind of decide what to do. The guy who's in charge at the moment decides that he wants to try and mobilise public opinion right. across the allied countries and hope that they will protest and kind of get enough public opinion anti it yeah. so that they would feel political pressure to then at least meet and negotiate face-to-face. Right. But that um, doesn't really work. So the Germans go back after much disagreement in the German government about what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They go back and say that we will sign it, but this is what we want. We want to keep our 1914 borders yeah. of Germany. Right. We want, um, unless... The communities vote with two thirds of the people wanting to leave, which they predicted would be a couple of communities. Yeah, sure. So they were happy to wear that kind of loss. 
um, they would disarm and they would pay a one-time only lump sum payment and they also wanted to join the League of Nations and immediately. That the, immediately and that the Rhineland occupation would only last for six months, not 15 years. Right. So they also wanted to reject total responsibility for the war and kind of wanted uh, all of the blame to be placed on Russia. <laughs> so that's what they went back with. Yeah. We'll sign it if you do this. They thought this was a sure fucking bet. The Germans did? Yes. Yeah, right. And we're like, they're absolutely going to sign this. No. Everything's going to be fine. No. They were not prepared <laughs> for what came back, which was a big fuck off. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. So they are negotiating and talking to us. Remember, not face to face. No. They're sending each other letters. letters. And everyone is misconstruing every little... It's like when you can't read tone in a text message now or tone in well, an email. Well, and in several European languages. Yep. So everyone is just basically misinterpreting and getting more and more pissed off, more and more angry. No diplomatic relationships are being built yeah. here at all, yeah. David. So... What happens then, at the same time, is the Ally Supreme Commander of the Ally Army mm. is drawing up a full-scale invasion of Germany plan. Oh, like, wow. They're planning, if they don't fucking sign... Let's go. Here we go, and that is ready. That's ready to go. Yeah, right. The Brits are like, we have to make changes yeah. to this. Yeah. This absolutely needs to happen. The US then gets really pissed off at Britain for being like, no, yeah. why do you want to change it? Britain then is like, well, if we don't change it, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> so they make two tiny changes. Yeah. And they say about the land ownership. So they change some of that. And then they change some light, slight word changes to um, Germany's potential future involvement in the League of Nations. Okay. So it's like, maybe we'll let you in sooner than we thought. Yeah, right. So that's kind of what they said. They then send that back. And they also send with it an ultimatum. Sign this. this or we will fucking invade you. Wowee. Yes. The German government is then like plunged into fucking chaos because they're like, what do we want to what do? What do we do? They're torn. People are like, great, let, let them invade. We will fucking fight them. Yeah, right. Their um, army commanders are then all voting and mm. a couple are like, we don't have... We've just been through a war. We don't actually have the manpower to survive and hold a line. This peace is the only way. Mm. Signing this is the only way. So then what ends up happening, everyone is claiming that that they're being stabbed in the back by different options here. Mm. Um, They are deadlocked. Their government is deadlocked. And so as part of this, they've got ships out in Scotland that they just scuttle, like I think that means sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're like, we will sink our ships rather than give them to the Brits. Yeah, that yeah. happens. And their government ends up being disbanded, that government, because right. they can't agree. Right. A new government is then formed. Wow. And they tell the Allies that they will sign. But they go, we want the war guilt clause deleted. Mm-hmm. And... We don't want. We want all of the clauses that talk about um, going to court for war crimes to be deleted. Basically, they're like, we will accept everything. We will pay all the things, but we want to keep and retain some honor yeah. for Germany. Um, the Allies uh, come back and say, no, no yeah, fucking man. way. 
we now will give you 24 hours to sign it as it is. <laughs> Good Lord. This new German government, um, again, goes into big debate and realise the only thing they can do is sign, sign it. it. So they sign it just a couple of hours before, like, go time. And do so happily and go, <laughs> no, fair enough. Look, we've had it out, but all right. Yeah. Everything's okay. So on June the 28th, in a room called the Hall of Mirrors in Versailles, um, the place where the German Empire had been created after oh, the Franco-Prussian wow. War, it took less than an hour. Um, everyone signed it, all of the Allies, except for China, who refused to sign because Japan got some land and they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's kind of it. They then all got photos. The war was officially over. They had a big fucking parade in France. And there's many, many questions and like that historians have talked about yeah. now in terms of is this is this why not why, is this part of the reason why World War Two happened? Surely there was and resentment. And many believe this is part of the reason. There was but resentment many, for a whole generation yeah, of Germans. And many people believe that it wasn't necessarily the treaty itself. The treaty itself could have mm. brought about change, but the way the treaty was enforced yeah. apparently caused a lot of the problem and issue. And Hitler d- did reference it mm. and speak to it but not as a main as a main point as a main point so historians are divided um, yeah, right. as to its kind of cause and effect of world war Two. but it would absolutely have to have some impact oh, of course i didn't then research when germany was allowed to join the league of nations but isn't that intense i didn't know any of that that's so full-on yeah but also um, yeah, makes a lot of sense in terms of the story of history. That is, as I as I guessed it would be, a substantial filler in a in a, in a gap of knowledge. Well yes. done, Claire Bear. Thank you. I'm just looking up when uh, did Germany ever join? Right, Germany was not original. Yes, Germany joined in 1926. Oh, there you go. So what's that? 1920. So six years later. later. And remained a member until Adolf Hitler withdrew the country from the league yeah, in right. 1933. Wowee. Ooh. Well, Much historical land journeyed today. As usual. Indeed. Well done. Like, thank well you. researched. Thank you. That fills in so much for me. I am very appreciative. It also goes to show you how lucky we are to be alive in this time because we feel like governments are fragile now Mm -hmm. and international agreements are fragile now and they are but the giant clusterfuck for years after something as huge as world war one where you're genuinely not sure which way things are gonna yes go but these things where you go like there are very there are few people in power that get to do these negotiations you go this one you know french politician or this one German diplomat who doesn't like the way that that French Please. diplomat talks to them that yeah. day and is like, what a fuckhead. No, we're not going to sign... Like, just those... You know, and, and things with the new fucking papers that have come out last yeah, week yeah, and yeah, all of that. Papers, all you that. go, oh, there's whole worlds, which yeah. you know, but then you, when you really get it, like, yeah. when you can read about it like this and you go, there are... A tiny, tiny group of billionaires. Yeah, and if and one of them who gets actually fucked control off, power, it's like we're all fucked. Yeah. 
Great. So Great. on that on note, that cheery note. The important thing is that Midge is really happy with her bun. <laughs> and that she gets to be with us. Ecstatic. Yes. Thanks for being my mate, Midge. Thanks for being a fuckhead, Midge. <laughs> Thanks for being my mate, though, David. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. <laughs> Bye. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends mates. tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show i see what you did there <laughs> where can people find you claire people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.